Hello everyone, Chrissy Morrissey with you and thanks so much for joining us. Today's topic, RPL, Recognised Prior Learning. It's not really well understood, but if you already have industry experience, it could help you get formally recognised for those skills and potentially help you to forward your career or help you land the job you've always wanted. So this podcast will examine what RPL is, the opportunities, and how to access them. Let's welcome our guest, Lisa Bell. And Lisa is HSSO's National RPL Project Lead. She's got over 25 years in experience in the Australian and the international vocational education and training sector, with extensive experience in competency-based learning and assessment. She has experience in providing leadership to deliver learning at scale, maintaining a focus on quality learning, equity and access. You've got a very long background here of RPL, quite frankly. And prior to joining HSSO, Lisa worked as the Director at TAFE Learning, Teaching and Quality at Federation University, where she provided strategic advice with regard to VET regulatory requirements, ensuring compliance with relevant agencies, including managing the successful ASQA RTO re-registration. And she previously led a team at TAFE New South Wales, focused on vet delivery assessment and the utilisation of innovative models of teaching and learning. And she's consulted, designed and delivered a number of international vet qualifications, China, Timor, Nepal, Singapore, Malaysia, Ghana, and I'm guessing there's other places as well. After all that, Lisa, hello and welcome. Hello, Christina. Um, Thank you for having me. That's right. Now, before I gave your introduction, which proves why it is that you're so suitably qualified to be sitting here and talking with us all today. I did give a brief intro into RPL, your turn, and I'm pretty confident you're going to do a much better job of it. What is RPL? So RPL is recognition of prior learning and RPL is an assessment pathway. So we're all familiar with the model that when we enrol to do a qualification or a subject or a course, uh, we enrol in a subject and we do some learning and then we do some assessment and that's the traditional pathway. So the recognition of prior learning acknowledges that as adults, adults have experience and they have prior learning that they may have gained either through other formal qualifications, through informal learning um, and life experience. So if you already uh, have the knowledge and skills about the particular subject that you are studying, you are able to request to be assessed through using your prior learning. So can you give us an example of this? Okay, so an example of this may be um, you're enrolling to do a business course and you have been running your own business. So you will look through the different uh, individual subjects or units of competency and those uh, units of competency you already may know how to do. So instead of sitting in a classroom and spending time learning and then uh, conducting the assessment, which will take a period of time, you can request to um, go through a recognition of prior learning process where you present evidence to show that you already possess the skills and knowledge. An assessor will then um, look at that evidence with you And then from there, we'll make a determination of whether you meet the requirements for the study. And if you do, you can be awarded a result based on that evidence. So is it as simple as that? Is there any formal application we need to make? 
Um, it is as simple as that. So every different training organisation will have a slightly different process. So uh, most of those will ask you to complete a form. And as part of that, you'll say, these are the units of study that I would like to um, present evidence for, for the recognition of prior learning. So how would you know that? When you look at a course, you'll always be given a list of the subjects. Um, in Australia, if you're doing vocational education and training, you'll be able to go to the government website, uh, which is training.gov.au. On that website, you're able to look up every unit of competency within the entire vocational education training system, and you can read through all of the uh, curriculum documents, uh, which will state all of the required skills and knowledge per unit. So is training.gov.au, what was the other pointer to it? Or is it, that was that uh, that's correct, that's it, training.gov.au. Okay. And then from there, you would type in your qualification and that will then give you all of the units of competency. I like that. That's very, very simple. So uh, what are the actual benefits in terms of, is this shorten the length of time it takes you to get a qualification? Definitely. It'll shorten the length of time and also the cost of studying. Uh, because you're not sitting in a classroom for potentially 12 months, um, then the cost of the course would be less also. So reduction in time, the cost of studying, also the RPL um, assessment method is customised to you as an individual, so not as a group. Um, other benefits are that by gaining these qualifications for the skills that you already possess, you will improve your CV and you'll actually be able to have formal recognition for the skills that you have. So an example of this is you may be working um, and maybe you've been employed in that workplace uh, for a period of time, let's say uh, five to 10 years. In that meantime, you've gained promotions, you've done other things because you've learned uh, particular jobs, uh, skills in the job. However, you don't have the qualification that matches that. So it may be that if you're in that position, you decide to undertake recognition of prior learning and gain a higher level qualification that actually meets and suits the skills and knowledge that you now have in your current position. All right, so how hard, I mean, this conversation and what, the way we're addressing it at the moment seems it would be fairly easy to access this. In reality, is that the case? Um, so in reality, um, in Australia, um, everyone's entitled for to have recognition of prior learning for every VET uh, subject or qualification. So when you enrol in a vocational education and training course, the, each registered training organisation will offer you uh, recognition of prior learning and they will ask that question, would you like to apply for recognition of prior learning? Right. From there, if you say yes, then they will walk you through the steps of what needs to actually happen. So where can people go to get more information on the RPL process? Is it just that, that website that you gave to me before, the training.gov.au, or um, is there no, a formal that website? 
Okay, so that website contains all of the curriculum documents. Mm -hmm. So that's where you would look up um, the units of competency and look at what are the required and skills and knowledge for each of those units of competency. To get more information on um, recognition of prior learning, you'll identify the registered training organisation. So that may be... um, a private provider, it may be a TAFE college, and you will go to them and say, um, I would like to have recognition of prior learning. And that will be a part of the enrolment process that they uh, offer you. I can walk you through the process of what would happen uh, generally, if you'd like that. Yeah, I'd love it. Okay, so um, so you say you stick up your hand and say yes, I would like to apply for some recognition of prior learning. Um, from there, the um, uh, the re- registered training organisation will meet with you, an assessor, and uh, you will complete a self assessment, which includes uh, where you'll look at what relevant experience and skills that you actually have. You'll have the interview with the assessor where the assessor will look at the evidence that you've presented and the assessor will say, yes, this evidence um, is adequate or you have some small gaps here that need to be filled and then they'll work with you on how to address any gaps. If there are no gaps, um, you will go through, talk about what kind of evidence you might provide and that can be in the form of uh, third-party reports, so employers may, um, your previous employers or current employers may talk to the skills that you have in the workplace. Uh, you may do a, a skills assessment. You may present a portfolio of evidence to show that you actually have those skills. So not hard to access, you just need to be aware of it. You just need to be aware of it. And um, also sometimes people um, are a bit worried about it because they think they're going to have to do loads of writing and produce volumes of uh, written work. And um, the interviews can actually be conducted orally and you can orally answer questions or video and demonstrate that you have those skills. So it's not necessarily to have essays um, and copious amounts of evidence. It's interesting. With one of our other podcasts, we were doing something on mining resources recently and we were talking to uh, one of the young people who had just started her career in mining and she'd done a vet course. It was in hospitality. Mm-hmm. And she was able to transfer some of that prior learning across to what she was doing in mining, which she didn't think she'd be able to. But someone had the foresight to sit down with her and say, actually, you've done this in safety. You've done you know, this in, in COVID, et cetera. You can transfer those skills across. You don't have to repeat them. Sometimes we're lucky enough to have people that are looking out for us. But I think we really need to share the word on this RPL, don't we? Yes, we certainly do. And that's a really good example because if you have completed any training, there will be um, skills and knowledge that you have as well as units of competency that will cross over into um, other qualifications in the VET sector. And the uh, qualification framework is designed for that to happen so that people, if they're switching careers or would like to study in a different area, that they don't need to start right at the bottom again and build up. So there is a lot of cross um, skills that happen, like you said, um, occupational health and safety is one, infection control, depending on Uh, which qualification you're matching with which qualification, you'll find that you do have 
um, some prior learning that you would be able to use for most courses. Lisa, fantastic. This has been one of the best conversations that I've had for the last few days. Lots of lots of great <laughs> news for people who've got that RPL. Now they know how to access and, and what the process is. So thanks so very much for coming on and sharing that with us today. No, my pleasure. Thank you. So people, if you want to go out there and get some recognition of the work skills and experiences to fast track your qualifications, do it. And for more information on careers and training in the human services industry, there is a great guide on training and skills for that sector available at vetguide.hsso.org.au. And that other website that we were just chatting about with Lisa is training.gov.au. Best of luck out there. Go forth, grab your goals. And thanks for joining us today. And we'll talk to you next time. Goodbye.